Vi skal sige hallo. Ja, hallo. Welcome to the Circle of Dads, the space for sharing stories about the struggles and triumphs of fatherhood and learning to become better men. Start talking, say something. Tell me about something. Uh, well, you know, uh, no, your wife is your porn star, and you're hers, right? You, uh, you figure those things out together, and you keep each other badass. Yeah. Yeah, you should be yoked for her. And for you, shit. I mean, it's your health. It's your life. You don't want to get to be 55 and just look like shit, feel like shit, not be able to do anything besides open up a can of beer, you know? That's not, that's not a great life. Whatever it takes, and uh, it should be being inside your lady. That should be all the motivation you need. And enjoying it. Yeah, and enjoying it. And, How- and, and, and making sure that she's fucking enjoying it. Oh, because if she's enjoying it, you're having a good time. Because if she's whipping her hair around and slinging snot because she can't get enough, that is a good time. But if you haven't seen your dick in three years because you weigh 800 pounds, maybe it's time to reel it in. And uh, so that's what it is. Fuck me. Happy Sunday, brother. Thank Happy you. Sunday. Thank you for coming. It's early. It's not early anymore. It was early when you got here. Yeah, this, uh, uh, the podcast actually started maybe an hour ago in the, in the kitchen. I t- strong ass coffee. Man, I started to, uh, I wanted to get this. Go- I almost just had coffee in here and just brought you right in. Like, no, 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 no. Come on. Don't, don't say shit. Don't even give me a fucking hug yet. Yeah. But couldn't do that. We got, we got in there and it just started. I was going to reel in the fucks on this one, but that didn't work out. We're already in it. Yeah, don't, don't fight it. You'll give yourself brain bubbles. Yeah. Ankle, ankle deep. Ankle deep. Yeah, just let them out, man. You know, man, I was, uh, I want to go back to that porn star thing, but that j- I just had a thought. I'll, I'll run across men and stuff that I know and respect, and, and they're like, hey, man, I'm following what you're doing on the podcast, and it just I have that flash of, oh, oh. which episode would you say you followed the most did you did you listen to them (laughs) you know because um i know these guys man and Mm -hmm. and it's like um cursing is the ultimate sin almost and and it's just it's it's kind of like um well it's not the ultimate sin but it's a huge sin and and one likes to say that the uh um what is passage in the bible that talks about um the tongue is the rudder it guides the ship it steers the ship in reference to cussing i don't think that's what they're talking about i don't either i have yet i'm about to talk out of my ass because i have yet to to really get into that to make sure that i could come from a place of actual fact Mm -hmm. but i think that more uh speaks to how positive you are because i can say some real negative hateful shit to you and not cuss Right? Oh yeah, and that that makes it real. But I can I can drop some just fucking love on you and tell you how proud I am and how you just make me fucking happy to be around you. And you are, you know, the greatest son of a bitch I've ever met. And that is coming from the that it's it's like fucking pepper. It's salt. Yeah. I I can't I can't even it's just the way that I express myself. And so when I meet people or when I hear of people that just kind of shut down behind that like they hear that and then they're just, oh, you're, you're a fucking savage or, or you're obviously, you don't have a very vast vocabulary or, you know, you're a sinner. Oh, I, I hate that fucking word, but you're a sinner or whatever. You know, that shit just like makes, it just makes me, it makes me cringe, man. And honestly, it kind of drives me further away from what they're trying to bring me closer to oh man and that's uh the absolute worst which yeah. is we won't get too deep into that no 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 and uh um i i'm absolutely not trying to draw a line in the sand like i have my faith and i hope everybody else has theirs wherever they find it at we Where, need something absolutely um that same buddy of mine caleb he said um god's always cool just sometimes the people that talk about him aren't bitch be cool Bitch, be cool. You know what I mean? It's uh, uh What if God's voice was Sam Jackson? Hey, motherfucker. Bitch, be cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> motherfucker, relax. <laughs> Damn, oh, motherfucker. Okay, good looking out, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't believe in that either. Um, now, I've heard. I've heard somebody say uh, you should 
only use the language that you would be comfortable and proud of using around your wife and your daughter. Uh, okay, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There's, yeah. I get it. Not cool. cussing in front of women. That's that's valid. Okay. Yeah, I got it for sure. And and I don't I don't talk about dick, tits, and ass in front of my wife. I uh, talk I, about my dick, her tits, yeah, yeah. and ass. For sure, for sure. But if we're at a restaurant, I don't just say, uh, I don't, I don't even know what inappropriate nonsense. Yeah, I'm not a buffoon, right? but um, I'll sling some curse words out. I mean, I'll drop some curse words to the kids every now and then too, when uh, when the time is right. You know, we get real at my house. I don't motherfucker them. I don't son of a bitch them. But uh, sometimes when this shit's got to quit now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I just don't. I think people use it as a means of uh, re-winning the argument. Oh, yeah. You know, I think they say, oh, well, you're cursing. You're obviously. I can't talk to you because you can't be civil. And uh, uh, my wife does it. God bless her. She's gorgeous as a preface to what I'm about to say. But if we get into, if it's starting to get heated and I'm like, well, goddamn, Melissa, this fucking whatever. And she'll be like, "Mm -mm, I didn't curse at you. Why are you cursing? And then we're not talking about the point. But here she goes winning the argument. Well, why, why is that? Like, what, what are you triggering whenever you cuss at her? Um, I don't know that I'm triggering anything. I think that she's, uh, uh, it's a method. It's a means. It's, it's one of her weapons. It's one of anybody's weapons to say. Are you saying that your wife has a weapon to win an <laughs> argument? Are you implying? Oh, I'm implying more than implying. That that sweet, innocent woman would use any underhanded means to win an argument? Sweet, yeah. Innocent, I don't know about. Alyssa is, uh, <laughs> uh. Man, uh, what was that? Uh, that George Jones song? Uh, uh, plenty. Yeah, of course, obviously. But uh, uh, yeah, my wife is that that two dollar pistol. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She's gonna she'll burn you. She'll burn sure. you, and that's that's one hundred percent of the reason why I fell in love with her. The gas station attendant wanted to cuckold that guy. By the way, <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn! My God. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't understand that because you're scared to live in Johnson County because of the Confederate flags. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, oh, scared has nothing to do with it. You know, uh, I'd, I'd have to rally them up one at a time. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, the George Jones song, it's a, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good one. It's a great one. It's a great one. Yeah. But so anyway, uh, um, that's, that's what I think it is. You know, I think... Uh, the, the proletariat, the, the snotty, the, you know, the, the overly polished, they use, uh, they demonize curse words just to, as a means of, uh, elevating their, their argument as a means of, uh, of, uh, elevating their class. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, pff, you obviously can't be right, you know, cause you're, you're not a gentleman. Exactly. And so, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you just had on uh, buster, right? Yeah, I was just about to go into that, but yeah. Yeah, Buster came on, and uh, Buster is uh, by no means a polished individual. Nope. Now, he's smooth. Yeah, and, and he has he can say the right thing at the right time, and, and uh, his, his, uh, his version of events is often very moving, right? Because he has a cowboy way of, uh, of telling stories, and, and uh, like you, you want to listen to him. You want to you ask him his opinion. And at the end of it, you, may, you might be like, oh, I don't know about that. But it sounded good, right? And he'll he'll drop some f words every now and then. He'll drop some. He'll he'll get real with you, and uh, and I respect that. I think I feel it's more genuine that he's able to do that. Yeah, and you you don't hear him. You I mean I've never heard him cuss around. I mean I'm sure he cusses around Mitzi, but I don't think I've ever heard him cuss around Marty. No, they haven't spent that much time. But you know, every time he's talked to Marty, it's been yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. I mean, he says it to everybody. Sure. I mean, the guy's just got. He's got that Southern, I mean, he's a gentleman. Sure. But that's also his culture. And that's something that he holds very true and he's very respectful of. So then how can it be that he's willing to drop an F-bomb occasionally and still not be a complete piece of shit? It has to be what it, I mean, it's, it, I think it, it completely, Buster and himself should be the tell-all, end-all, end of the argument. Curse words aren't the devil. Because he's such a solid dude. Exactly. If you don't want to believe it for me, because uh, we're talking and it's my argument. Cool. Well, then let's talk about this other guy. I really enjoy Buster. I mean, he's such a solid dude, mm-hmm. and and he and I've had very limited uh, interactions because <clears throat> I've only known him really for about a year or so. Met him through Mitzi, and uh, you know, Mitzi's just a 
just a super cool chick, uh, mm-hmm. very interesting, very loving and fun and vibrant. And then, you know, uh, and then you've got Buster and he's just, I mean, he's Buster. I mean, yeah. d- dude, if the Marlboro man never smoked and worked out, he'd look like Buster. He just jumps right out of the pages. Yeah, just for sure. Handsome devil. But he's not a man of many words. Like, he doesn't just talk to chew the fat, it doesn't seem like, or he doesn't just, like, rattle shit off. So when we're, when we're interviewing, I'm kind of, like, digging at it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, man, once you get him going, I mean, he was, he, I really enjoyed that interview. So the one thing about Buster that surprised me was uh, what a small man he is. And just, like, what a pushover he is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were like, Buster the on fuck? the streets, guys, just, just, I mean, take what you want from him. Yeah, slap him on the ass. Or, just, yeah. So you're the grizzly. The dude is larger than life. He's a big Mountain dude. Of a man. Big fucking hands, too. Yeah. Um, but you know, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't come across as a bully. And a lot of those guys from his background uh, and his stature, you know, they, they tend to come across as, uh, um, they think they're bad. Oh. Yeah, it seems like they've never been humbled. And I don't get that vibe from him. So, but typically... Uh, I think easy nature, easy natured and laid back would be 90% of the ones I've met. But you've got the 10% that are walking around kind of like puffy chested. And you can spot them a mile away. Well, I think it's because you might be part of that clan. You might be, let's not use that word (laughs) in reference. You might be part of that same tribe, you know, because you're a big guy, you know, and you have a large presence. So, um, not always. Well, what they might, I was 175 pounds when Marty and I met. Yeah, sure, but you still had a large presence. Cookies and push-ups, bro. Yeah, yeah, but you were still uh, uh, a roughneck welder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you still had a large presence. Uh, It it wasn't like at 175, uh, you were wearing a thong at the beach and and, uh, cruising for dudes in a topless (laughs) porch, right? Not even a porch, in a uh, cabriolet. No, you were still a tough guy then as well. Uh, (laughs) Fuck it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> if you had a mental image of, of Ryan, let that one be it. Buster is a pushover. Ryan's cruising for dudes in a in a topless cabriolet. You know, I was gonna have Buster uh, do one with the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we don't even need to have him here. We'll just have it like he's here for sure. So he yeah. can't take up for himself. That's exactly it. I mean, Buster, if you were here, I would start drinking out of his coffee mug. Right? Just. Yeah, maybe I'm. Yeah, I'm the I'm the bully. I'm the insecure one, right? <laughs> Give me a yeah. So you talk about a uh, oh fuck. All right, let's let's circle back. Let's go back to the. Your wife is not your porn star. So I got that text message from you, mm-hmm. and uh, and I looked at it and I thought, what the fuck is this? I I knew as soon as I. As soon as I read it, um, I already knew your reaction to that. Because <clears throat> you told me who you were talking to, mm-hmm. I think, in the text. I don't think you just sent me, your wife is not your porn star, because you would have got a response like, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, like if you bring it down to the, um, if you say it just like that, you know, everybody's going to be like, you know, most people would say, no, of course not, because of how degrading that sounds. And she's not there for just for your pleasure. And she's not there for your entertainment and just to knock one off. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it on the bigger picture and what pornogra- pornography was actually developed for, I mean, it's it's for stimulation. Sure. I agree with you. I think she 100 percent is. And she has it, to be. And just like you are hers. Now, with men, obviously, we found that. We're very visual that, you know, flirty text, pictures, just even like even my wife can walk by and I can catch her out of the side of my eye and just completely stop what I'm doing and lose train of thought. Have to. Absolutely. For one, activated because that's my woman, you know, and because we have that relationship that we work Mm -hmm. very hard for. You know, and we do that by meeting each other's needs physically and emotionally and spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, 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 and it's a whole package. Now, if you're just trying to get your wife to uh, take it in the butt and that's that's all you're like, just because you just want to do that, you know, just want to conquer that. 
Yeah. You just want to say that you did mm-hmm. or be the first guy that ever did that to her or whatever, or check that off the list. And for no other reason, well, then yeah, she's not your fucking porn star, man. But if it's, if it's a matter of like, how do I, how can I gain such a level of intimacy Yeah, into, into me, you see, you know, opening yourself up to your wife, having her open up to you so that whenever y'all are together, that there is no discomfort. Yeah. The walls come down. Yeah. And, and there, there are no, there are no barriers. There are no inhibitions. There is no insecurity, but also like that's when you find out that she has no desire whatsoever for you to put it in her butt. So the conversation's over. Yeah. There's and, no, there's no poking or prodding, excuse the pun, that's going to make it happen. Because why would you do something to your wife that would make her feel uncomfortable? And I'm talking about um, emotional discomfort. Sure, sure. I'm not talking yeah. about anal discomfort. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like she's not there just for you to use. No, it, she's not a happy sock. She's not a sex toy. No, but not by any means. Your wife is not a fleshlight. Your wife is not a fleshlight. And, and, and that if it's making her uncomfortable, then it's not going to be a good time. Uh, she's, she's not something to be conquered. If she doesn't, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, so for instance, anal, any, anything like that, it's not going to be fun. And, uh, uh, I don't know how old you are, but, uh, I don't think you're old enough for, uh, for regular sex to have become so boring that the butthole is the only thing that's driving you at this point. Yeah. The, uh, you know, you're a, you're kind of a fucking weirdo. Let it, leave it alone. Don't yeah. touch it. Yeah. It's, uh, the vagina's still pretty rad, bro. Maybe there's some, maybe there's a part of pussy town that you haven't been to yet. Right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go on. Maybe you take a different yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm, whatever. That's a, that's a different, weirder conversation, but it, it, you shouldn't push, uh, any envelope that she's not comfortable with because it's going to make even the things you were comfortable with uh, less fun and less enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. And another thing, I mean, no is a complete sentence. There mm-hmm. requires no more explanation. Baby, can I put it in your butt? Mm-mm. No. no. Hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. Will you put it in my butt? <laughs> 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 I go, you go. Yeah. See, it's not so bad. Hey, no big deal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What's it feel like to not be like just because of the color of your skin? Man, you know, um even though you have the whitest name. Cody. Cody. No. It's no. Samaripa, you fucking <laughs> ass, racist piece of shit. Uh, you know, um, I don't have a story that's um so like there's no build up music to it or there's no, big no nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, I do remember in high school once I was dating this girl and, uh, uh, her dad was pretty backwards and it's what it is, whatever. So she, she came out on a date with me and she drove this old Ford F100. And, uh, so we went to the mall and we were hanging out and chilling and she wanted me to drive her truck. So All right, that's cool. So she come sit next to me or whatever. And we get to a stoplight at, um, over by a Southwest high school and somebody rear ends us. I was like, damn man, this sucks. You know? Okay. I get out of the car and it was her dad, her dad come and he is pissed. He just happened to be in the same neighborhood, happened to be driving by, saw us and he hit bumped the back of the car. He was so upset. And, uh, so he's like, this is your fucking grandfather's truck. And you let some fucking Mexican drive it? <laughs> yeah. And you just hit it, you dick. <laughs> yeah. And my eyes got so big. And I just wanted to laugh. I just wanted to laugh. You know, uh, I mean, like, that's the worst thing. Uh, this Mexican driving, you know, your daddy's truck, it was probably the least of your concerns because this Mexican was uh, driving your granddaddy's truck, you know, with your, your little girl in it. But So that that was kind of my... My moment to uh, buck oppression there. That's interesting. But, uh, you saw this; it upset you so bad for the fear for out of out of fear for the safety of the vehicle, 
And your solution to that is to hit the vehicle with yours. I don't think he was scared about the safety of the vehicle. I think he was uh, offended that... A Mexican was behind the yeah, wheel? Yeah, that's what it was. That's what I got from it. And that's what, that's what it was. That was the truth of the matter. And... Um, how much does it cost to make this honky truck a Mexican <laughs> truck? How about I turn you into a Mexican pie? Anyway, uh, so, I mean, there's been a couple things like that, and that's from going to high school in Crowley. You know, uh, I didn't experience anything like that. And no, nothing nothing crazy. Um, but, I mean, it's there, and, and you have to be aware of it, and you have to, you know, know things are out there. That way I can teach my son better, you know, um, Judge a man on his character, judge a man on his actions. Yeah. It's 100% it, and, uh, and that's it. Not on his words. <laughs> I guess not, no. Well, I mean, just in, and not even just because if he cusses or not, but because people can say a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can tell you all day about how I'm six foot tall. Mm-hmm. You know? No, man. I'm, I promise you, I'm six foot. It's not true. I'm 5'10". Yeah. In a half. Man, as you said that, I I was flashing back to, you fucking think you're better than me, motherfucker? Because I was like, Jesus, don't judge me on all my actions. (laughs) 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 Uh, Give me a little break. Yeah. There goes that that negative self-talk. But um, yeah, it is a motherfucker. It's a hard thing to shake, isn't it? It is a hard thing to shake. Um, But man, I'm trying. Trying. The self-talk? The self-talk and, uh, and, and just generally to be better than I was yesterday, you know, uh, just not to make the same mistakes as often, mm-hmm. you know, with such vigor, you know, uh, now that we've talked about topical racism and, uh, and other, you know, lighthearted topics, but. I wish I could grab and swipe thoughts out of my head and just throw them on the wall so they'd stick so I could look at them because I can't even grab a piece of paper and write them down as quick as they come and go when we're talking. Cause it's yeah. like, Oh, you motherfucker. And then you said <laughs> something else and you ruined it. You ruined it. Fuck you. Uh, and we'll talk about this real quick. So, you know, Abby and I went to Cabo uh-huh. and, uh, so there's the first time that Abby and I have ever been on a vacation together for seven days alone. That might've been the first time that Abby and I have been alone together for seven days. Sure. She's 12. I'm her dad, and we've probably never been together alone with no buffer f- for seven days. And I was fucking terrified. <laughs> you should have been there. No, I mean, I was like pre-gaming this. I said, okay, because you know I constantly fight with caffeine. You know, because getting off caffeine sucks. But when I'm off caffeine, life is amazing. I have energy. I sleep well. I'm I'm patient, loving, tolerant, kind, laid back. It's it's insane. But I'm a junkie at heart. And so I'll make it about 40 days without caffeine. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a cup of coffee and it's yeah. going to be different this time. And I'm going to drink it and it's going to touch my lips and the sucking from the teeth. Just te- for the creative. From the teeth yeah. of the gods. And I drink it. And instantly I'm tired, I'm bitchy, I'm cranky. I turn into an 80-year-old man, you know? And so like going into this deal, I was like, man, I got to taper off the caffeine, right? Mm -hmm. Because that is not something. I went cold turkey last time. And and if you measure caffeine by milligrams, you know, a coffee cup is like like 90 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. Right? And, um, you know, pre-workouts that most of us take is probably 120 milligrams. And a Red Bull, I think, is somewhere around 100. And um, so I was drinking about 650, 750 milligrams a day just to get through the day. And But the reason is, it's not because I'm, you know, doing my residency at some hospital or, or because I'm unique. It was because once you start abusing uh, caffeine to, to, uh, to counteract lack of sleep, it, it starts working against you very quickly. And it, it'll actually, at some point, you'll get burnt out and it'll do the opposite. And then that's really all I'll say about that. So if you're at the point in your life where you drink coffee and no matter what, you're just always tired. And so you got to have all the negative side effects. So like jumpy, jittery, rot gut, you know, all the things, headaches, you know, you're irritable. But you're always lethargic and tired. It's because you got to, it's about, might be time to like look into. Dial back. Yeah. Getting off completely and resetting. But there's a process because. 
just stopping caffeine is not fun. It's three days of like migraines and being without heroin. Anyways, so like I was trying to taper back so I didn't have that. So the I was, shakes getting out there? Well, yeah, so I could like have a cup of coffee and just be cool. And I was doing all these things like I was pre-gaming the shit out of this trip so that I could just be cool and just be with her. You know, I was trying to get work squared away so I could just be off my phone and be with her. And um, and that was so difficult because, you know, owning your own business, not everything goes that way. So I'd have to be on my phone. I'd have, you know, some things sure. fell through. We had we had some some administrative administrative issues. And so I was and I'd apologize to her I'm like, hey, sorry, babe. And she was totally cool with it. Um, we went up there and the big thing was to go surfing. Because I love to surf and I don't get to do it very often because, well, I live in Fort Worth, Texas. And sure. The, you know, I did not know that about you. Yeah. Your grandma was Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in my, my, my daughter is little Pele Roja. I mean, she is a pasty, fair skinned, redheaded child. Her mom is, is, is white. Mm-hmm. I mean, white. Like French white, I don't know why French would be white, but she's like yeah. But they do have like that that porcelain look, and yeah. that's her back, and that's her heritage. And so, uh, <clears throat> I mean, she is like fair, fair complected. She walks by a microwave and she gets sunburned, mm-hmm. you know. And so I got Abby, who's got my skin in her or my my genes, and so she's like, "No, nah, Dad, I just I just need a little bit more sun." I'm like I don't know, baby. I think what's going to happen is you're just going to get more freckles. You won't get tan. You're just going to get more freckle. freckle up. No. Yeah. All those so-called angel kisses are just going to turn into a giant <laughs> wood grain. <clears throat> right before we left, I was like, I was like, hey, baby, I need you to start working on your base tan. Uh-huh. That's an interesting concept to explain to your 12-year-old. She's like, all right. I didn't realize that there needed to be more explanation. So she was, they were having a garage sale that day, Marty mm-hmm. and her while I was gone. Yeah. And, uh on a working. And so I come back and Abby's like red and just looked like she'd been out there digging ditches all day. I was like, girl, do you have any sun, any lotion on? She's like, no. Working on my base tan. Daddy. Like, what are you doing? It's like six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, She's yeah. been out there all day. She's like, you said to get your base tan. I'm like, Oh, well, you got it. You got it. God, I got, man, I got a shitty text from her mom over that one. I'm like, eh, yeah, she misunderstood. So we go out there and I hook her up with this guy, Jorge and and he and he's like, man, we'll just all go out to the beach. And he's a surf instructor, and mm-hmm. and you know my kids are going to be with us, and they're young, and and you know my dad and my it's like a family thing. Like we all went out there and hung out. And I thought Abby was just going to give up because surfing's hard. Yeah, it is very very difficult, and especially like not knowing how to do it. It's like going out and riding a mountain bike or running. It sucks. It's hard. It hurts. Yeah. <clears throat> so she goes out there. And, and it's killing it. I got videos of her. I mean, she's just fucking killing it. Like three and a half hours nonstop until the sun went down, she was surfing. Now, she had him behind her, like helping her. Sure. You know, like training wheels, so to speak. Uh, but, I mean, I was so proud. Like, because I've never seen her take to something like that. And, and I don't know if she was doing it just to please me, but... That's you can't fake the funk for three and a half hours of no. getting your ass kicked. No, okay. I mean she had to have. Been, she might have uh, agreed to it potentially to please you or to appease you, but uh, after three and a half hours, no, that was that was character coming through those uh, breaking through those angel kisses. Oh my god! And I was just like fucking beaming, dude. I mm-hmm. was loving it because because it's so taxing. It's like it's like grappling or sparring or or uh, anything that you're like. Uh, that that is just constant, mm-hmm. you know, because it just you you wouldn't think like oh I'm just paddling a board, I ain't like that man. I mean it sucks, and so she <laughs> we're sitting there we're getting done and uh, I'm squaring up with Jorge, and Jorge if you're listening man I mean she's still talking about it loves it she starts setting up the appointment for the next day I'm like whoa, 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 whoa <laughs> pop the brakes we got a budget girl let me yeah. check the envelope and. And uh, so we ended up doing it the next day. She did it again, three and a half hours. He was out there like um, this time, and he was helping me some too. Yeah. You know, like I'd go out there, because I rented a board from him. So I'd go out there and, and um, 
and, and, you know, he'd help me with something like, Hey man, catch this wave or paddle, paddle, you know, do your thing. Cause I get to surf maybe once every year mm-hmm. for two hours. So I say that I like to surf. I'm most certainly not a surfer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and she loved it, man. I was just, I was thrilled. So we're driving home or back to the house and she's like, dad, I think this is my thing. And I'm thinking, fuck of all the things you couldn't, you, you couldn't, you couldn't pick skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. And so I told her and I said, all right. And you know, the type of guy I am, I believe in just, uh, you know, I tell her, I'm like, I'll take you anywhere, mm-hmm. wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. If it's your passion. And I know it's not just a flash, which I've got a whole garage full of flashes from her, you know, yeah. like she want to do this. Okay. I'll go buy And, um, but that's what kids are supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. They, they yeah. don't. They don't know that. Like, hey, there, there's a there's a process, or like, I need to look down the. And the, it's our job to expose them to those things. Exactly. Don't yeah. be a dick about it. Like, like I remember my parents were just kind of like, oh, that shit's too expensive, or or you know, how dare you want to surf? Don't you know where we live? Mm-hmm. Well, motherfucker. No, fuck you. you I'm not you, the yeah. one that moved us here. Because you didn't want to go to practice uh, during eighth grade baseball. Yeah. So that's why. No, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna allow you to try that bullshit. Yeah. You're a quitter, and I know you're going to quit. Oh, fuck. Don't. Yeah. 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 I got to be shitty. real careful about that shit, too. It's like, don't label your fucking kids, man. Like, like, you know, I was kind of harping on Abby, and I was like, you're lazy. And I'd say shit, and then it kind of pops into your head at about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And you're thinking about what her little face looked like when you said that. Like, I called Luke a retard. Oh, yeah. That's absent. Yeah, I said some shit like that this week, too. Yeah. You're he was jumping on the bed, on my bed, and I said, hey, uh, <laughs> quit jumping around like a retard, <laughs> something like that. And I don't like to use that word, man, you know, because that cuts people deep, you know. So what do you, it's, yeah, it's hateful. Yeah, it's, it's hateful. And, uh, and I, I felt so fucking bad, so bad that I had to go find Alyssa. <laughs> Tell yeah, on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I call Luca <laughs> <laughs> What did she say? How did she look at you? She give you the. No, she was just like, "Why are you fucking wasting my time with this?" <laughs> you don't understand. And uh, so we went back in there, and I explained to Luke that that's a word that you know, it's a hateful word. We don't use that word. You'll get in trouble if you say that at school, and. Uh, that was a very un un uh, Buster Frierson podcast moment. Call your son a retard. Call your son a fucking retard. I'm, and uh, I'm guessing that Buster's son's probably been called worse. Or well, not equal. worse. He's probably heard fucking dumbass or something. I'm sure. Yeah, Buster, shoot me a text of times you fucked up if you don't mind. Bring <laughs> you off the ledge. Buster thinks he's better than me. I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to outshine him. You have to take down your Bison Union poster. No. Out, yeah, of your, exactly. out, of your, out of your, next to your speed bag. Yeah, I've uh, I've already Photoshopped him into a thong. An old <laughs> fucking model. <laughs> a fucking Instagram model. Dude, yeah, so if y'all aren't following, go. I mean, they have cool shit, by the way. Uh, Bison Union, yeah, here comes your plug. They have cool shit. We're drinking Bison Union coffee right Is now. Is that a fact? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's, that's what why. made me taller. Yeah, uh, that's what gave me the huevos to uh, talk shit to Buster Frierson. There you go. Oh. You're just going to put some hair on your chest. That's right. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, so I apologize to Luke. Yeah, I just I squared and up and told him, man, I'm trying. You that's know, what's important. Wasn't, yeah, that wasn't my best moment. I'm sorry. And you're not a fucking retard. And it's not okay to say that. So, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm better than that, and you're better than that. So with Abby... And that's awesome that you did that, man. I'm proud of you for doing that because a lot of a lot of guys would just be like, mm, "I'm just gonna play it cool." Never happened, and or a lot of people would, you know, guys and throw some newspaper on it, and yeah, walk away. yeah, yeah, throw a paper towel on until your mom comes home. Mm-hmm. But like <clears throat> with Abby, you know, Abby, my child is such a bright ray of light and sunshine and and she is so creative and she's just a prism of love it just comes from so many different directions and and so many different shapes and colors it's like like looking through a kaleidoscope but sometimes it's 
really fucking hard to understand what you're looking at, you know, and it can be confusing because I mean, she's, 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 she's a, a, a very vibrant, high energy ADD personality. And she and I share a lot of the same traits. So like I spend a lot of time in my head now, uh, you know, just kind of worrying, doing the things that dads and business owners do. And so, um, it's un, not uncommon for me to be sitting there looking at my phone while she's over and um, be just uh, locked in, focused on what I'm researching or an email or f- fixing a problem. And then she walks up and I kind of, what, huh? You know, and like, what, what's what's up, baby? Get to the point, you know, and, and just like a snap, just be a dick. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loathe that. I hate that about myself. And it's something I work on constantly, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it, and it starts a week before I see her, you know, the whole working on the caffeine thing and working on myself and working on, you know, don't put off that problem so that you have to deal with it in three days when your kid's with you or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know? So that happened a couple of times on the trip. And also because we were in this giant house and it was just her and I, and I wouldn't really let her watch any TV. She had this pool, this ocean view, anything she could think of, you know, like we went and rode four wheelers and I showed her how to ride a four wheeler and which was really hard to do because it's, it's not easy to, to piggyback with a 12 year old and show him how to ride a four wheeler. And, uh, she just never had the opportunity and, and that was an interesting, that went from like, um, joy in her having a lot of fun to me slapping her on the back of the helmet. Like <laughs> you see that rock dummy. You know? And then, so like, we're both wearing full face, full face helmets. Right. Okay. And I'm like sitting behind her and kind of, there's nowhere to hold. And so I'm, I would have to hold on her belly. Yeah. And, and I didn't really like doing that, you know, like, cause I, you know, she's, she turned into a little woman now. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's a very intimate pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's her, her torso is small. My hands and arms are big, so it was like there was nowhere for me to put anything without touching oh, something I didn't God want to touch. Damn. Yeah, that's getting weird too. Yeah, and, and then yeah, and, uh, and she's and you can't even look at me right now when I'm telling the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, um, you can't even look at me way. So she and she didn't. I mean, she wasn't thinking any of that shit. I'm no, her dad. No, of course not. Yeah, you know and. And so I'd like try to hold back here on the rack mm-hmm. and just kind of squeeze in with my heels. Well, the little, the throttle, the thumb is, I mean, she's fucking jerky. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that girl can't even spread peanut butter without bending a spoon, much less hit that throttle. Yeah. And so it would like jerk me back and we'd, we'd slap it. I'd be like, Oh God damn. And you know, and then it was just this whole thing. Right. And, and getting out of it and like once we were done and I was super stressed and, and just out, but I wanted her to have a good time and I was trying to, God damn it, we're, we're making memories, damn it. Yeah. And that's our saying. She says that shit all the time now is we're, we're making memories, damn it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but you know what? She'll always remember that shit and yeah, smile. Yeah, absolutely. And then we get done and we get back to the house and once again, I was like, man, just let her be a fucking kid. But, it, mm. but at the same time, it's like, but we were doing this down this residential kind of uh, gated community that we stayed in. You know, it sounds real rough, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want her to hit a rock. Like, I don't want her to die. I don't want us to, because of like a four wheeler, that's no bullshit because it, it's heavy. It's hard to control. It's got my weight on the back of it. And then we could smack right into a rock and then I'm on top of her and I'm having all this shit go through my mind. And it's, it's too much. It's just, it's too much. You took yeah, too much. Yeah, you're too much. Right now. No, that's too much. So all this shit goes on and I'm, I'm at, at the end of the day, every day, I'm like, fuck, you failed again. Like, just let her be a kid. You know, I'm then walk in there and watch her sleep, you know, and <clears throat> look at her. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry, baby. I'll try, I'll try harder tomorrow. Yeah. But we had a conversation of all the, all this stuff, you know, and, uh, you and Abby, Abby and I, yeah. yeah. And I said, hey, um, we've had conversations like this before. She does not think sh- her dad is perfect. Thank God. Okay. You know, yeah. I made sure of that. Um, because I go up and apologize to her and I make things right. And like, if I do something stupid or show my ass, I turn right around and say, hey, that's not right. I should not talk to you like that. You are, you know, you're not a dummy or whatever. So yeah, we were... We were sitting there and I said, hey, um, 
you know, I don't always realize how I sound. You know, I'll be lost in thought. I'll have drank too much coffee. I'll, you know, we've been sitting here too long. And so I start getting Nancy or whatever. Yeah. Or fucking something that you're not even a part of. Or I'm just an asshole. You know, yeah. I mean, just I, I was <clears throat> just having an argument in my mind. Oh, happens a lot. Yeah. With somebody that wasn't even here. Or- in scenarios that never even will happen. Uh, but if they do, I've got it worked I'm out. I'm fucking ready for that. Doc. We have rehearsed. <laughs> Yeah. So I said, but baby, you'll come up and talk to me and it, and it's, and it's nothing you're doing. It's just like, I, I'm just kind of jarred out of that. Or I'm, I don't realize how quickly I'll snap something at you or how I'll say something. And, and even if I am ugly to you, it has nothing to do with you. And I want you, would you be willing to give me feedback on that? You have permission for the rest of our lives to give me feedback on that. <clears throat> She's like, what do you mean? What's feedback? And I said, feedback is um, you can say, hey, dad, um, you were just being a jerk. Or that hurt my feelings. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That made me feel less than. because, the, And I told her, the last thing I ever want you to do, Abby, is to leave an interaction with me and feel like I think you're dumb. Or I think that you don't matter, or I think, or 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 that you think that I don't have time for you. And I said, because I'm, I'm, you know, or I'm that s- I think less of you. Yes, because yeah. I'm selfish. I'm sitting there thinking about myself, or I'm thinking about what I got to do, or what we got to do, or I'm trying to plan the day, or. And it's not, not it's. And I made sure not to be like, because I'm trying to make sure you have a good fucking vacation. So that all that does is turn it back on her. Yeah. I you put me under stress. So now how dare you bother me while I'm trying to figure this out? No, it has nothing to do with her. I brought her. I made the vacation. You know, I brought it up. So she's just there to enjoy it. And that's what kids are supposed to do. Enjoy it and be kids. It's our job to be the tour guides. You know. Yeah. And uh, and she said, all right. And I said, so man, if you, if you hear something and you're like, Hey dad, do you really think I'm stupid? Or dad, that made me feel like I'm dumb or dad, you know, whatever. Do you think I'm weird? Or I said, so you got to give me that feedback and it's going to suck. You're probably going to feel uncomfortable, but just do it. And I promise I won't get mad for long. If you remind me not to be mad. Oh man, fuck yeah. Alyssa and I have, uh, have our version of uh, safe words. We we absolutely do because uh, I I struggle with uh, uh, crowds and I struggle with too many people being around and uh, it makes me feel like I can uh, um I can't protect my family. Uh, it makes me feel like there's there's somebody out there to get me, you know. And it's like, how am I going to react? Well, where's this person? Where's that? Like this fucking threat analysis. I can't I can't do it quick enough. And it just the walls start closing in. And Alyssa can smell it yeah. happening to me. And uh, uh, so she says uh, she uses words and phrases that she never would. That way it kind of fucking pulls me out. It opens my eyes. Alyssa said, uh, Cody, right. I think you're right. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She actually apologized once and I filmed it. <laughs> I got that text. Yeah. No, you did not. No, you did not. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> I deleted it immediately. Uh, yeah, good. Fuck yeah. Um, anyhow, Alyssa said uh, she'll say we're gonna just fire a little bit and we're gonna we're gonna go to this restaurant. But having heard her say a just fire, which she never would, I'm like, <laughs> and the world's come sucking back in. I was like, okay, cool. That means I'm about to fucking freak out <laughs> on a, a restaurant full of fucking innocent people and be like. Hey, but here's a fucking retard. And then I owe a restaurant of an apology. I'm sorry. We don't use that word. Nobody's sorry, a sir. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the, those safe words, are, it's the same thing. Like if uh, you don't get to decide if you're being an asshole. You don't get to. The rest of the fucking world does. The family gets to decide if you're being a fucking asshole. Because you'd be like, hey, you're being a jerk. No, I'm not. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, you fucking are. Seven of us disagree, yeah. sir. We got <laughs> so, together. Yeah. And, we exchanged yeah. notes and you're a fucking dick. And you're you're being kind of a uh, sort of a piece of dog shit right now. So, yeah, it's uh you get to wear that. But so uh Alyssa gets to smell it on me, we do it. And you know, I never thought about uh presenting that to Ladybug. 
And uh, but I absolutely will. She's a, she's nine now, and uh, and I'm sure she knows her dad is kind of a, a psychopath, and um, and working on himself. She does. She definitely knows that because I've we had this talk years ago, years before the uh, circle of dads or the podcast or anything. It's like she, it's important for them to know that you know I'm working on me too. Every day I'm trying to be a better dad. You know I've never been a dad before. You're my first little girl. And, and I'm, I'm working it out just like you are. If you'll be patient with me, I'll be patient with you. And I apologize nonstop. If I know I'm wrong, if I can. And, and sometimes it's almost immediately before I even leave the room. I'm like, ah, shit. Here we go. All right. So I was wrong. You now can have ice cream for dinner because I called you a retard. Oh, dude. A fucking like you tell him. No. Hell no, you can't do that. God damn it. And then you get around the corner and you're like, you know, that wasn't a bad uh, idea. Maybe I ought to just let her do it. And then I got to go back in there and be like, hey, your dad's an idiot. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that shit with... Uh, I'm going to open a restaurant that just serves humble pie. As often as I fucking have to eat it, just a buffet of fucking crow and just eat that shit. We'll have our wives run it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you don't even get to decide what flavor you get. You so you <laughs> eat this shit. You order. You uh-huh. stand on a soapbox and order, <laughs> and they serve it to you on your high horse, and, and then they push you off of it. Wow! Uh, and then you have to like, and then they throw a napkin at you. Yeah, a dirty T-shirt, and then they clean yourself up. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck that went a completely different direction. <laughs> I know he loves me because he let me use his Pantera shirt. Oh. Uh. That is love. So, but I told Abby, I was like, okay, but, and then I threw the little caveat in there. Uh, uh, if you give me feedback, I get to give you feedback. Like, so remember my job is to help you not be like mm-hmm. an asshole, essentially. Like, sure. like, you know, if, if I see something that, that is socially obnoxious, not just to me, but I know that it's generally not okay. I was like, it's my job to be like, you need to stop that. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Let's work on that. You know, um, uh, but I, I want her to know, and maybe Layla will have the, the same, the same, um, experiences that, um, cause I know we're intense guys. Like I'm not a laid back guy. Um, I, I I've been told that I can be pretty intense and, and pretty passionate. Mm-hmm. And and I know I'm a big presence to Abby. I never, ever, ever want to be the type of dad that just rah, rah, talks and just fucking points and like is overbearing and on top of her and just pushes that spirit down. Because my job as a father to a little girl is to build her into this strong, confident, independent, fearless woman to where she chooses to have a man at her side, at her mm-hmm. side. Not in front of her, not on top of her, not behind her, not under her, at her side to walk through this life with her as her partner. You know, I, I don't want to raise a little girl that is scared of men that raise their voice. I don't want to raise a little girl that's scared of men that look like me or have my personality. I want to raise a little girl that knows that um, she can she can talk back to a man. She can tell him, hey, I think you're a fucking asshole. Like, no, you are not going to talk to me like that. And I also want to raise a little girl that knows how to label something someone else said, made something inside of her flash to where she felt something and then stop and look at it and be like, that doesn't have anything to do with me. That's his bullshit. That's not my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm a fucking angry guy. Like I've been told that my whole life and and it fucking pisses me off when people tell me that, you know, (laughs) I've been told that I have a chip on my shoulder my entire life. And, and so when I hear people now say, man, I thought you're pretty calm. And it's like, no shit. Yeah. Um, and I know what a lot of that stems from. I mean, I'm not going to use any, any of the stuff I talk about on this is not like I'm using as a crutch. My whole point is to like, just, identify it, figure out what it is, deal with it and move on. And that's the whole point of dealing with a lot of the emotional and mental shit that we talk about, because it's all just field experience for me. I'm not, a, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a shrink. This is just my opinion. And I know for me, a lot of my anger came from my relationship or lack of with the, my dad, you know, that father hunger, that why wasn't I good enough? Why the fuck did he leave? And, 
And so I've had to do a lot of work on that. I, and that drives me constantly to be there for Abby. You know that, but, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be like there and be an asshole in there because then it's just like, well, my dad was there all the time, but he was a fucking dick. I, I wish he would have been gone. So, you know, I, um, I don't even realize how the anger pops up because anger is an interesting word. You know I mean? We, we, most of us think of anger and it's just a bad thing, right? You know, like, um, it, it causes a, it, it has a bad connotation to where it's like rageful and, and breaking furniture and just red faced and. You know, anger is a very necessary and good emotional reaction to situations. It's there in our DNA, in our primitive brain for a reason, you know, in our monkey brain. Because it's like, oh shit, something's going on. We need to turn everything on and fucking deal with it. You know, we need mm-hmm. we need to address this situation. Um, and man, it's taken me a long time to realize that that's not... You know, me being called an angry kid or having a chip on my shoulder, I always took that as like I'm being called a little brat or I'm being called an ungrateful. Actually, I was called those things. But um, now I can see as a grown man that it's just it's changed. And it and, it, and since I've, I've learned how to kind of navigate through the world and what I can and can't do, um, the anger has uh, has uh, has changed masks. You know, it's changed faces, but it's still there and it still can drive me. Mm-hmm. But I've had to find ways um, to navigate through that and had to find ways to, to mitigate it and, and get it under control. Because you don't want to get rid of anger all in its enti- no. entirely. Sure. It's like, why would you want to get, you know, just because you're morose or sad all the time or, de- or depressed, does that mean you want to get rid of all sadness and all, um, you, know, you know, all feelings of loss or hurt? Because you need those as kind of a guidance. Sure. And, absolutely. You know, if your dog dies, you don't want to just look at it and be like, fuck it. Well, who's going to clean that? Put a paper towel on it till somebody yeah. shows up. Because <clears throat> that's not a healthy way to go through life or to raise children. And so that's, I mean, we kind of like took a big left turn there, mm-hmm. but I, I wanted to get to that topic. You know, like, I mean, anger has been a big driver for me. I drank at it. I used drugs at it. I've used other things at it. I've tried to push it away. I fought, you know, all these things. And then um, now I've kind of found a way to uh, control it. And most of it, you know, is mindful practices, uh, uh, meditation. I've tried, hell, I've even tried praying it away and that didn't work. That made it worse. Because that's just a whole nother resentment, you know what I mean? Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were omnipotent. <laughs> But the um, now what I find is, is as long as I'm keeping myself in check and I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of like all these different pillars of my mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health, that it all kind of it all kind of wraps up and it makes me a little more calm. Um, meditation works real well for me. And then obviously the physical fitness aspect, the the just working out, training, exercising, whatever you want to label it did a ton that that's that's the biggest thing Hmm. for me yeah you have any experience with that well yeah yeah uh resentment and anger and uh with uh with my with my boots and my trainees i'll always use the uh the term the 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 phrase uh i'm a very uh passionate and sensitive infantryman and if you don't, if you fail to meet these standards, you're going to hurt my feelings and hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> try to tell them real calm. I'm a very sensitive and passionate infantryman. So uh, um, I do. It's real easy to get under my skin. Real easy oh, yeah. to even, and I'll, I'm going to say it, hurt my feelings. I hurt my feelings because I'm passionate and I feel, I'll feel betrayed. And I feel hateful right now. And, I, and that hurt people, <clears throat> hurt people. And... Um, you don't want to get rid of that anger. That anger is something you absolutely need to survive. And if you're dealing with anger issues and you feel like you're a giant piece of shit, man, it's just because it's uh, undirected or misdirected anger. But that anger is what makes you a man. That anger is what makes you the protector. You know, that ability to turn into the Hulk is why, you know, you're, you're, you're authorized, you, why you've been allowed this space in life. Huh? And I believe that. <clears throat> wholeheartedly 
you know, there's men out there that could just take if they wanted to take, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's up to you to be ready for that. So they, they're going to skip over my house. You know, they're going to have to, they're going to walk away knowing they were in a fight. And I'm not going to be an easy victim. And there's neither are my children or my wife. Um, so learning to direct that. It, for me, um, uh, dealing with those things, and it, and it boils into others, was, uh, was most definitely PT. It was definitely uh, uh, sweating. And uh, if, if, you're, if you're struggling with something, and uh, even if you're a disgusting fat shit right now and you haven't seen your own dick in three years, I get it. It's cool. Yeah. The, the, if you're feeling more like uh, Kelvin uh, Clarkson than you are, you know, Ryan the Real Deal Young, it's all right. It's fucking, it's all right. But um, waking up and going and, and beating asphalt it has been the best thing for me. And I'm by no means fucking Cameron Hayes, 100 miles or even one to tell you how or what fucking program to follow, anything like that. Not at all. Not not fucking at all. Um, I've studied a little bit about it. Uh, uh, I own one pair of tennis shoes, but getting out and 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 running on asphalt in the morning before the sun comes up has been the best thing for me to sweat it out and to redirect. You know, because uh, for me. You got all these impurities in your body and it's fucking self-doubt and it's fucking poor self-talk and it's fucking all these, this nonsense you're carrying around in you and you fucking beat pavement and you sweat them out. You sweat them out. And so when you're done, all that's left is your fucking plan for the day is the good stuff, you know? And that's, that's been that road work, we'll call it that fucking road work has been an absolute savior, you know, uh, um, you don't want to run, your ankles hurt, your knees hurt, fucking run slow. I'm not telling you to sprint hills. I'm just saying get out there and beat some fucking pavement and it's going to redirect your day first thing in the morning, right? Burn it out, fucking center yourself and that's meditation, you know? Because uh, 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 I run without headphones because I'm deaf and I don't want a fucking car to run me over in Edgecliff Village. I'm not trying to die like that, you know? So... Uh, it's just thoughts. You you're the know. color of sun up, though. You're, you're the, your skin is the color of sun up. Yeah. So you blend right into the horizon. Right in the- <laughs> you're not the color of night, and you don't look like light. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, but I'm just dark enough for somebody to be like, man, I, I, got, I got a few tattoos. And be like, what the fuck is he running from? I'm yeah. going to hit him with my car. Let's get him with the... D- Let's get him with the Dodge. Uh, did you? Did you? Not, did I hit him? No, but I got him with the gas can. <laughs> Have you ever heard that joke? No. I'm not going to tell it. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that's been a big part of it for me was uh, just getting over what's in my heart, you know, um, and in my head, you know, um, just to, to start the day, just to burn it out, to sweat it out, really fucking helped me. And then you get into the, uh, um, if you look good, you feel good, you play good. That's gospel, man. If you look good, you feel good, you'll play good. It boils into all other aspects. The way you talk to people, your uh, um, uh, handling negotiations, you know, talking with people, um, demanding your worth. You know, if you look good, you'll feel good, you'll play good. Man, get in the gym. Get in the gym. Burn something out. You know, uh, I'm not the one to tell you to try CrossFit or not or to fucking try global gym or whatever but just get in there and do something anything you know uh sling some snot you know uh get to the point where man that where you're a fucking hard dick again and then you'll you'll feel great it changes everything it it absolutely does and uh and i'm not in the best shape man you know I'm, i'm not you know and i struggled with uh again it was to to go back to the other podcast it was coming back from our ranger school without a tab and i was just like fuck it i'm not doing pt I'm not fucking doing this. I'm not fucking doing that. Gain some weight. Decided I need to lose some weight and inadvertently gain some more motherfucking weight. You know, wow. It was fucking Copenhagen, man. It was putting it aside. You still haven't, you still quit? Oh, yeah. I, de- I definitely picked it back up uh, momentarily. Um, often it, there was, a, and there, there's been some backsliding. But no, I never picked it up and was like a full on dipper again. But I did have dips, you know. Um, I haven't known. 
I had a cheater dip, I don't know, fuck a few weeks ago. But uh cheater dip? Yeah, cheater dip, yeah. But no, uh I could definitely go for one right now. But no, it's it's been a while. Now that we're talking about it? Now that we're talking yeah, absolutely. Um so I traded I traded uh Copenhagen for candy bars. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna fucking treat myself. <laughs> I've done something. I need I need <laughs> yeah, a treat. I deserve this. Um no, and so so for me, uh getting over the, the, the anger, the resentment, the the fucking um, you know, uh um and just negative thinking has been PT. It's been fucking running. Uh old school, homie. Put on that motherfucking ram- uh that uh that uh that boxing montage, you know what I mean? Put on that Rocky montage. You gotta wear the gray sweatsuit. Hey, fucking hey, I own it, dog cheap. It's only the pants were three dollars, the jacket was five at Walmart. You feel like a fucking hero. You look you probably look like a dork, but fuck people. Uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can look like a dork. Have you seen my wife? Yep. That is, That's what the right? fuck I thought. I get to be an asshole. Yeah, you met exactly. Marty? Um, no, so, that doesn't mean because she's so shitty. I mean, because she's so sweet. That, that she's, sounded that But sounded they both wrong. have hangups, obviously. Marty and Alyssa both have something wrong with them for, for liking men like us. You know, I, I attribute that to I caught Marty when she had really low self-esteem. <laughs> I, I, I think it might have just been like the one day. <laughs> yeah. And that, that one day I told like the perfect joke and uh-huh. was wearing the right shirt. I don't know. That was but it. I fucking, I, I, I just, I snuck in. Mm-hmm. I snuck right in. The key access card worked that one time. Yeah. And I got in there. You were punching random numbers. Trying to get it to sound like, take me to Funky Town. And the door fucking opened. Holy shit. And it did that. It took me to fucking Awesome Town. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. No, I don't know that Marty's ever been lacking in self-confidence. She might say that shit to try to relate to regular human beings. Because she's not one. You know what I mean? She's uh, um, whatever happened. I'm going to exploit it. Yeah, for, yeah, for the for next sure. fifty to sixty years. Yeah, it, but if we were to like uh, cut the skin off uh, Marty's arm, okay. she'd have a Terminator arm. That's interesting. She's okay. a fucking cyborg. Yeah, she's not a she's not your standard run of the mill, just normal human being. So the, like she's she's driven. You know what I mean? And she's bad. She's bad. She's she has, bad. She has to work her ass off for everything she gets. I mean, like she just got her second Dan and karate and. Um, mm-hmm. Was promoted to that, and and uh, for those of you listening, it's kind of like Zumba. It's, yeah, it's just like Zumba. <laughs> um, no man, and, but yeah, and, she and, absolutely did. I saw those pictures, and I mean, I was I'm incredibly proud of her. You know, I mean, that's just and to know what kind of regimented schedule she has, like mm-hmm. like there is no like I got 15 minutes to fuck off. It's I get up at this time, I do this, I go to work, and she just kills it at work. I mean, it's like nonstop. It's not like she's sitting there like playing solitaire. I mean, it is nonstop and doing super complicated. Yeah. Stressful. Not shit. easy stuff. Gets gets from there and then runs home to do something at the house and then change. If she even had time to do that, she, typically everything's in her car. And then she goes, she goes to train and then she works out at lunch and then she goes to train and then she goes, um, she'll go to, uh, other uh, Meanwhile, eating right and 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 all those things and doing all these fucking things right and still have time to be patient and a good fucking lady and a, a dedicated, um, present stepmom and sister and uh, daughter and wife. I mean, she's just yeah. She'd probably do a better job of uh, running circle of dads than you and I. <laughs> she's fucking. She's she's driven. She does everything. Yeah. She just goes in there. All right, dumbass, go in there and talk. I, <laughs> I, hit the, I, I hit the little red button for you. Go in there, be funny. Yeah, and pats dance. me on my ass and gives me some coffee. And she's like, "There you go, sweetie." No man, and it works though. Hey, it man. fucking works. Uh, um, Alyssa, Alyssa's cut from the same cloth. Oh yeah, Alyssa's cut from the exact same cloth. And uh, uh, when I met her, she was fucking 19 and she was managing a store and had her own place and she was super driven and she's doing all these things and she recently went back to school and she's decided she wants to be a motherfucking pt doctor a fucking and so cool girl do it do it i'm a supporter i'm gonna take care of the kids i'm gonna get her in and out of school she's gonna start making money and then i'm gonna sell straw hats on the beach (laughs) i'm gonna throw it back in her face i fucking supported you (laughs) 
Oh, you're going to regret that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the um, opinions of Cody Zamoripa have nothing Are to do with it. <laughs> well, brother, man, it is always a joy to have you here. Man, thank you for having me. Absolutely. It, it's even more of a joy to have you in my life and be able to call you brother. I'm proud of you as a man. I'm proud of the type of son you are. I'm, I'm proud of the type of um, type of husband and dad you are. And, uh, man, I just fucking love you. And I love watching you shine and do your thing. I love watching you struggle and see you just keep, keep, just keep trudging through the road of happy fucking destiny. And, uh, man, I love having you on. Man, I love you too. And thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. Man, uh, those of you out there, um, be fucking better. Be That's better. It. Just be better. You just uh, eventually, um, you know, uh, you'll stumble upon something great. You'll find mm-hmm. your groove. Mm-hmm. I'm not. We're not. I'm not asking you to be perfect, but in the pursuit of perfection, you'll often stumble upon excellence, and I'll typically accept excellence. Right? Excellence is good. Excellence will work, man. Uh, thank you again for having me. I love you very much, man. I look forward to doing it again. I love you too. You're welcome. All right, fellas. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Circle of Dads. Fellas and ladies, because we've had a lot of ladies. And so, uh, ladies, if your husband hasn't listened to this or your man or your brother or whoever, uh, share it with them. Please share on social media. Subscribe to us on iTunes and, and uh, leave us reviews. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at ryan at circleofdadspodcast.com and I'd be happy to to answer any questions you have or any death threats or whatever you got. Um, any associates of Kelly Clarkson, please email Cody Zamaripa directly <laughs> <laughs> as he is not a fan. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You send me those recipes. Yeah. Shit. yeah. yeah. Uh, Cody at bettycrocker.fuckyou. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll turn off his mic. Alright, so the all right, fellas, you do not have to be perfect, but you do have to be present. We chase those kids till the day we die because love runs downhill. This is Ryan. Thanks for listening. <laughs>